think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa, but we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Welcome to another episode of the Spapreneur podcast. Um, I'm your host, Ramona Rice, along with my co-host, Lynn Graves, who happens... Who happens to be also be my mom. So, and mom, you need to move that mic like way close to you, to you. Like you need to be right on it. I'm kissing it right now. Yeah. I mean, I know it's uncomfortable, but it's kind of like a weird client situations. You'll get used to it. Okay. Yeah. So, and this is um, what this podcast is all about. My mom has been a professional massage therapist, certified massage therapist, esthetician, wax technician, um, business owner for over 20 years with a company called De-Stress Express. Um, It is a very large um, day spa here in our local area in Newport News. And I've convinced her to open up her playbook and her wisdom to share with you guys. She just really wants all the crazy stories. Well, I know all the crazy stories and they're good stories. <clears throat> yeah, they're 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 good, but there there are some serious stuff you got to do first before you get to some of the fun stories. Like what kind of serious stuff? Like how to grow your business. Yeah, and that's what this is about. So Spapreneur is all about helping independent spa owners because, you know, I'm going to flat out call them out on blast. Massage Envies of the world and the Massage Luxes of the world, they're the pizza hut of Massage Envy, mm-hmm. uh, Massage Industry. And while you can get a decent pizza at Pizza Hut, it's not as good as the local place. Mm-mm, you want a specialty pizza. That's right. So, I mean, you're, if you're going to get naked and get massaged or get stuff removed from your body, like with hot wax, mm. why would you go to a chain? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you wouldn't go to a chain. You want to know them personally. You want you want the person working on you to know you. It's so important. Yeah. And I think that's the hallmark of the way you've built your business is really relationship building. Like that's how you start it. So I wanted to do this first episode, really giving the background story of how you got into this business and how we've grown it from a one room, like conference room to (laughs) the craziness that it is today. Uh, No, no, no. I agree. What would you like to know first, Miss Ramona? Okay. How did you, why did you decide to be a massage therapist? Uh, I was in sales for 10 years. I was the only female on staff for many, many years. I was the top sales rep and I was stressed out to the maximum. And it's because I really cared about my clients. And if you've ever sold a copier, you know that there's no way you're going to satisfy your clients all the time especially when the paper's jamming and all that other stupid stuff that goes with it. So I was stressed out to the maximum. And for two years, I told my husband, I need to get out of this business. I've got to get out, got to get out, got to get out. And one day I hurt my back really, really bad. And I didn't want to go to a chiropractor. I knew pills weren't going to help it. So I went to a massage therapist. And she didn't exactly fix my back or make the back itself feel better, but I came out feeling drugged. And I remembered when I was younger, I used to massage my brothers and all of their friends. And I love doing it. I'm a touchy-feely sort of person. So I put a pencil to the paper, figured out the money, and realized I could do this. But the problem was there were no schools. So I had to travel over to the other side of the uh, Hampton Roads, which anybody that lives in Hampton Roads understands what that really means. It means that we have to go through a tunnel that's always blocked. Three mile backup every day for you guys in a big city. That doesn't make any difference to us. It's traumatic. So twice a week I did that and... 
then I figured out there was no place to work. So I had to find and make a place to work. So it was really out of necessity. So you were kind of an accidental business owner. Oh, I was so accidental. I, 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 had, I didn't want to be a business owner. That, that was not what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a job that was stress-free. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because, you know, our tagline is um, running a day spa is, is everything but stress-free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't kid yourself. You know, that new age of, ooh, it's going to all be fine and good. No, no, no. When you're running a business, you're dealing with human emotions. And it's a balancing act. So take your pills, drink at night, and and it'll be okay. (laughs) So you decided to be, and I remember because I was in high school when you were doing all this. Mm -hmm. So, And I remember you rented... Um, you first tried to work out of a chiropractic office, and that didn't work out. It wasn't no, the right I had bar- flimsy curtains blowing in the breeze. It kind of looked like a backwoods abortion clinic, um, not like <laughs> the professional ones they have today. Oh, and um, so I had one of my previous uh, clients from copier days who said, I think I know someone that can help you out, and took me over to meet Fred. And Fred said, I don't know about this naked body stuff, but I have a conference room. We don't use it that much. It was 245 square feet, and it had a separate entrance. So he set me up in there, and that's how I started. Yeah, like, the, the it legitimately was one room. Oh, yeah. And she would have to, no matter rain, snow, sleep, she would have to go outside to let the client dress and undress. Absolutely. Even though I had this German client. Now, remember, this was 20 years ago. I had this German client who would come in, and he started undressing before I could get out of the room. And I, I'd be like, la, 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 looking everywhere I could. It's like, oh, this is, I'm not supposed to be doing this. No. No, no, no. See, Stop now it. you probably wouldn't care. Oh, no. Shh, please. It's flesh. <laughs> flesh and muscles. That's all it is. Yeah, it's really, care less. Yeah, dear weenie whackers. We'll explain what that is in a couple episodes, but, you know, we, it's really not that exciting. Uh, really. And, and being over 50, I, I just, yeah, whatever. Put it away. Get on the table. Yeah. You know, relax. Let's, let's get let to work. do my job. Right. Yeah. Let's get to work. So yeah, and then and then the big deal was when they gave you a vestibule. Like they they figured out how to give you like a little waiting room, and there was like one um, chair, a tiny chair. It was it was four by four, and you walked in, and if it was cold, which it gets very cold around here, you sat there freezing your hiney off, even dressed in a coat, and one person would come out of the door, and the other would go in. I'm telling you, I look like a prostitution firm. <laughs> I was just I'm thinking that. <laughs> It was looking back, it it was so ridiculous, but my heart was in the right place. And the community that I had sold copiers to for so many years, they were behind me. And it helped that I was the only massage therapist among, well, there were about six of us in town, but everybody was hidden because you couldn't get a license to do this. I had to beat up zoning commission to give me a license to open. I still have that paperwork that calls me a massage parlor. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know you had to like do that. Wow. Yeah, because they didn't know what to put me under. There, there was no legislation. This was before National had gotten involved and uh, a- AMTA and, and started legalizing everything. We're under the Board of Nursing now, but and, and that's a good thing. It gives us legitimacy. But no, at the time, I, I was getting all the calls of, Hey, baby, can I get a lingerie <laughs> massage? Ew. <laughs> so gross. I don't want you to take it off. Just leave it on and rub me. No, 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 no. Bad boy. Bad. <laughs> gross. So, yeah. And then the big deal was when you got the waiting room and two massage rooms. Now, mm. why did you decide to finally expand? Um, Business was booming. I, I really knew I'd hit my stride when I had 15 clients a week. 
And that was so exciting to me, but it was lonely. I mean, you get really lonely. For an outgoing personality like myself, that's a very lonely world because the clients don't exactly want to talk and chit-chat and keep you company. And the music's putting me to sleep. So I I don't know. It just seemed the right thing to do was to get another room and hire another person. So I had a playmate. And then six months later, I hired another person and added another room and got another playmate. And it just kept going from there. I didn't know when to say stop. And we haven't. Like, you just expanded again in February. I got to stop. I got to stop. I'm getting too old for this nonsense. I got to <laughs> stop. And I'm not going to franchise. That's a, that's a discussion for another time. It's a choice I've made, mainly because of where I am in my career at 20 years and that I now have grandchildren I want to spend more time with. So I, that's a personal decision, but one I would encourage others to to look into. Yeah, and I happen to be the mother of those grandchildren, so I'm encouraging so I don't have to spend as much time with my own <laughs> children. <laughs> They're mine, all mine. It's true, it's true. All right, so a little background with me in the massage business. So while she was building this massage empire, I was in college and... Um, high school and I had like a life crisis. I'm always having life crisis and my mom's always drama, drama, drama. That's her middle name. It's very true. Um, It's actually Elaine. Um, (laughs) But you know, actually Lynn is my mom. On the podcast I will be referring to her as much as Lynn as possible. And occasionally you'll hear Sessie. That stands for Sexy Grandma. One of my clients gave me that name and it kind of stuck and I like it and that's what the kids call me. So every now and then that will slip into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody needs a sexy grandma name sure unless you're like a dude <laughs> oh that's dupa that's true rick, yeah, rick yes, is dupa. dupa and sussy yes yes so um in 2001 i did the disney internship while i was in college i spent six months down there it cost my mom a bajillion dollars yeah, they paid her while she was down there and cost me a bloody fortune but it was worth it it was a good experience for her and she was like Miss Miss Disney. Yeah. <laughs> they should have crowned her. I still point the, like, you know, with the two fingers. Oh, everybody should point with two fingers. They really should. Or the r- middle. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the circumstance. <laughs> so I came back and I was I was just tired of college and I was behind and I was like, what do I do? And she's like, well, go to massage school. So I went to massage school for a little while and actually finished and never took my boards because I was a terrible massage therapist. Like I was really good hands on, but I didn't <laughs> know when to shut up. Um, so it wasn't my calling. But what we discovered was I did retail management for a while. But what I was really good that was organization as far as like uh, the business part of it, like getting systems in place and processes and then marketing. Marketing, yeah. marketing is what she's brilliant at. And she brings the youthfulness in of of what the market's looking for now. And that's that. what I just said was very important to all business owners. And pay attention to that line. We'll address that one later. Yeah. So so um, in 2008, I made um, another grandchild for this woman. And um, I was a real estate agent at the worst time of your real estate agent. And I was just lost. And I wanted to go back to school and finish my degree. She needed, her receptionist had just resigned. So she needed a receptionist. So she needed, and I needed basically a part-time job that I knew would be flexible if the kids were sick. I could take off and that sort of thing. And so what happened was I couldn't help myself. Um, I created a monster. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. We, we did things like, you know, like back when then uh, De-Stress had, what, seven rooms and each therapist was basically assigned a room. And I noticed we weren't maximizing like the potential, the schedule. So I changed that and the therapist hated that. Oh my God. They were like, wait a minute, I don't get my own room anymore. And I'm like, no. So that sort of happened. And mom and I, one of us would quit every like other day. Oh my God. Uh, be warned. If you're going to work with your child, you need to set hard, firm boundaries. But in my defense, I was perimenopausal. 
I wasn't taking enough drugs and she wasn't taking any drugs. And it, yeah, once a week, one of us quit. I, I thought we were going to kill each other. Yeah, but I think it's actually made our relationship stronger going through that period. Uh, just so everybody knows, we actually all live together now and nobody could believe that we were going to do that. And really, it's, it's, I, I can't believe it works out as well as it does. Yeah. And it's been over a year. So, yes, we, we've been together for quite a while. So, yeah. So, um, and so uh, what happened was is that while I was attending school, during this time period, both of my grandparents within two years of each other got very sick. My mom's parents, my her father and her mm-hmm. mother. And so she had to leave and go to Florida to take care of them. Well, once was a very quick turnaround. It was my father um, went to the hospital three weeks later. He died. But my mother was a whole different story. My mother was diagnosed with um, lung cancer and decided to go under treatments um, in Texas. She lived in Florida. We live in Virginia. She wanted to go to MD Anderson in Texas. So I had to be away for months at a time. And the business was not my concern. My mother was my my number one concern. So I left it in Ramona's hands. Um, and I knew I was leaving it in good hands. And my husband was here to help oversee it. He's our he's our money manager. He's the one that puts his his foot down. He says no a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, He puts his his foot down on the financial end of things in a loving manner. But I was gone pretty much for a full year. And then when I came back, I was fairly traumatized from that. So it was another year before I could even get up and running. So you're figuring two years. Within that time, Ramona built the business up and we became an award-winning spa and we have been winning awards for four years now. Yeah, because we really went after them and we we started doing email marketing. We started doing text message marketing. We really started really honing on social media. We were always award winning. It's just that we started getting the acknowledgement. Uh, You know, you're an award winning spa when you have repeat clients. That's your thank you. When they book again with you and they come back in, that's the 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 the. affirmation that you did a good job and we have a huge huge uh repeat clientele and that that's your bread and butter right there yeah that client retention is so important and you're gonna hear us talk about that a lot it's probably the most important metric in your business it it really is oh absolutely And, and i know they teach in massage school that you should not personally get involved with your clients or get too nosy I'm sorry, you're rubbing their naked body. And when you've been doing it for several years, and for me, 20 years, I know their kids. I know the last time they had a bowel movement. I know things I should not know. And they're my friends. They're they're my family. And that's another area that we'll cover as we get down there. We have three types of clients. We have clients, we have family, and we have owners. And uh, we love all of them. Yeah. And they're all very different and all really important as you're building your business. So um, and then I left the business for a little while. I got, you know, mom came back. She was ready to take it on again. And I wanted and a new I challenge. Her out. Yeah, basically. Cause she's like, you need to get a real job. You got a college degree. You need to get a real you're job. costing me too much money. Get out. Yeah. So um, I left and got a real grown up job at a real estate company and did the same things with their social media that I did for de-stress, only bigger. And then, um, I guess we'll just be honest, my husband passed away in February this past year. And I got to tell you, the clients at De-Stress, a lot of them have known me since high school. Mm -hmm. A lot of them went to my wedding. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, lo- when I say we get to know our clients, we get to know, them, and that makes a difference to them that we acknowledge them as people, not just as a body. Yeah, they're not a number. They legitimately, and I can't tell you how many of them came to the funeral. They gave money, and and our staff, our staff oh, stepped God. up huge because this was right after Valentine's Day. Which, if you're in the spa industry, you know that's 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 the, the Black Friday for oh. a week running. But you know, really, we could devote a whole episode to the support of everyone during that very very difficult time in our lives right um but once again i didn't worry about the business which was right in the middle of an expansion uh i left it to them and they ran it fine they ran it as though it was their own yeah and so out of that came the fact that i while i was working a corporate job i wasn't really happy with it anyway we were already making plans for me to kind of get out of that and, and transition to another business but i needed to do something i wanted to get back within the de-stress world but i didn't want to do day-to-day management because it's just not my happy place well and she doesn't need to do it at this point I, i've got a pretty firm grip on it now I, i'm past menopause thank the lord and actually, menopause was pretty easy, just as a side note for me. And um, I, uh, things are running really well. Um, but I'm still acknowledging that at 56, I'm losing touch with a, a major part of the market. And that's the 25 to 45-year-old and how they find places. And we're in an area which turns over constantly because of the military, huge military area. And massage envies of the world have the advantage of having all this co-op money that they can advertise with. We're a word-of-mouth business. We don't advertise. I don't spend my dollars there. I'd rather give it to charity. So I'm looking to Ramona to help market that via social media and in other ways. So. Yeah. And so we thought about it and I kept going, you know, we've obviously been successful for 20 years. She's got a wealth of business information. We have all these systems. So why not package them? Because there are other independent spa owners who are tired of massage and be kind of taking the market share, who are tired of their clients experiencing crappy service and high prices for the things that they're buying. There's, you know, spa can be accessible if you do it right. It can be. And also not just spa. I've got several chiropractors, several other people that come in to see us. And they're so funny because they all say the same thing. I want to grow up and be like you one day, Lynn. Well, I had the luxury of growing my business very slowly. So it grew roots, very, very deep roots. And that's a big thing with me. You got to plant yourself and get those roots into the ground. And that was a luxury, but it can be done. It can, because now I have three clients. I love my three clients. And that's all I can honestly, um, physically handle um, because I put a strain on my body because I specialize in deep tissue. So my three clients and I um, get along fine, but I don't need any more, but I still need the income. That's where the 22 therapists come in. Exactly. So we are going to be each week bringing episodes about how we manage those 22 therapists. Oh my God. It's like corralling cats. Or, Or running an adult daycare. Oh, no, 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 not an adult daycare. This is a daycare for teenagers. Go clean your room. Pick up your mess. Stop fighting with her. Don't touch her stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) You are not dressed nicely for school. You go back, young man, and put on other clothes. Plus the 8,000 client list at this point. 8,000. That's crazy. Well, we actually have 17,000 emails. 
yeah. from people buying gift certificates online with us and, yeah. and different things. So it obviously mind blowing. Yeah, and and here's the thing: we we've rarely spent money on you know there's there's spots that spend money on radio advertising, and those things are fine if you have the budget for them. We've never had the budget for them. Well, and and even if we had the budget for them at this point, I don't think I would use it. There there's something about the quality of saying. We are a word of mouth business. We are not easily accessible. You you don't see us from a uh, storefront or or from just driving past. We're in an office complex and we're in the same location. That's also important. Find your location. I tried to move. The clients rebelled. I'm, 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 I listen to my clients. And, um, you know, I'd rather spend my money on charities. I, I'd rather spend it on the therapist. I, I'd rather spend it on my grandchildren. Really, I'd rather spend it on me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're going to bring these lessons each week. Um, and also a great resource. I, I urge you to go to spapreneur.com. There you can sign up and get our free guide, 100 things that you can do to improve your spa for under $100 or less. Most of them are free. Um, it's just a great resource. It looks incredible. And, um, you yeah, know, and pick and choose what works for you. Not everything is designed to work for everyone. Not everybody has our personality. Um, You need to pick and choose and then uh, make it work for you. And you can always reach out to us and ask us questions. And we're more than happy to address them one by one. That's right. You can go to the website and contact us there. It's spapreneur.com. And again, I want to thank my mom, Lynn, for always co-hosting the show. You did a really good job for your first one. Thank you. And again, I didn't even cuss, not once. I'm I know. a good girl. Actually, I'm surprised I didn't. Speaking of, um, I do uh, co-host a couple other podcasts. Oh, she, co- she does <laughs> some bad ones. I can't even listen to them. The first one's called We Should Not Be Friends. It's with my naughty, co-host. Naughty, it is very naughty. naughty. Do not let tiny humans no. or... We call our grandchildren tiny humans because they... They deserve a title. Yeah, they deserve something. Um, and then also the Sports Gal Pal, which started this whole podcasting empire. And I want to thank podcast websites for um, powering our podcast. Podcast websites makes it ridiculously easy to host a podcast and have a beautiful website to go along with it. If you love the way our website looks, the designer at podcast websites did everything. I am merely just, I just told him what colors I wanted and I let him go. Um, it's kind of like my mom redecorating any of my rooms or de-stress because um, she does all that too. It's like, here, I like this color and she just goes. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's just my talent. Yes, very good. So yeah, so check out podcastwebsites.com if you're interested in podcasting and we will see you next week. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. <laughs>